This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We are live at Radio Row in Las Vegas. Now, we were just talking with somebody from the Westgate Superbook. Something really interesting about that that they gave us that we might want to check out going forward, guys. Alternate point spreads and the odds that you could get on it. Like, if you think the Chiefs can cover 17 and a half, you get 10 to 1 on your money. If you think they can cover seven and a half, you can get three and a half to one on your money. So some fun breakdowns. We're going to have to go through this packet at some point. But right now. You looked like uh, like McCarthy uh, with the camera. It was all the camera and all the information's right there with your, with your little play sheet. Waffle House sheet <laughs> is I wanted to go through CBS put an article out ranking every Chiefs and 49ers starter in the Super Bowl. All right. So we go from one. All the way down to 46. All right. Who is the worst? Okay. Darius Tony. That is actually. I have a story on, on him coming up in the C block. So. Yeah. That is actually not who I thought you were going to say. Hmm. I thought you were going to say somebody else. Well, Sky Moore's hurt. I thought you were going to say Valdez Scaling. <laughs> he is only 45 on the list. All right. Wow. I didn't know he'd be that low. I was surprised yesterday when looking up salaries that he makes that much yes. money. Yes. I didn't know he was a $13 million player. He's ahead of Mike Pennell, the defensive tackle. All right. So those are the bottom two, both for Kansas City. Bottom. So not off to a good Gross. start. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. If you had to rank the 46th best player on the Dallas Cowboys, because we obviously Mozzie know Smith. their roster. I don't know oh. Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know their their backups. Like, who do you think is the worst player on the Dallas Cowboys? On the Still Cowboys? close to a million it's bucks. It's got to be like a backup offensive lineman or a backup defensive tackle. Oh, yeah. Like, I know we hate like on Mozzie Smith, but he started for a reason. That's true. Like, it's got to be one of those guys that is like a starter. Maybe, like, 20s, 30s. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I would I would probably say that it's got to be, I don't know, man. I'll have to look up a, a name somewhere. Like, would, I mean, would, Maybe I'm not trying to hate on the guy. Would Deuce Vaughn be, like, your worst Possibility. I mean, player. he could be kind of ranged in there, but he didn't even play yeah. enough either. I mean, congrats to him. I'm not trying to dog the dude. He just got a full year of service, I believe. I don't know how service time works in the NFL, but I think he got a full year of service. He needs two more, and he's got pension going. But the best player on the team is CeeDee Lamb. I mean, like, that's a – everybody knows that. You put I would say Zach Martin. I'd say it's Micah Parsons. Interesting. Oh, or my, oh. 877. He's trying to start like this. 81. Yeah. 105. Okay, fair enough. Y'all text in. I'm not you saying decide. he's a leader. I'm just saying Micah Parsons, I think, is the best. And okay. you say Zach Martin? I would wonder. I would think Zach Martin would be under And you say CeeDee Lamb. CD Lamb. Okay. Yeah. All right. In your oh, face. Of this, I mean, look, that's great. Of the Super Bowl starters. So, off of both teams, who was the number one player in the Super Bowl? It's Mahomes. Yeah. Okay. Fair. 
I was ho if you guys got that one wrong, I was going to be very concerned about how the rest of this was going to go. All right. Who would be second? McCaffrey. Man, he gave you a big sigh before that. You think there's somebody else? No, well, where do you put Bosa on this it, list? Top top three. I have him right behind McCaffrey. Where do you put uh, Trent Williams on this list? Uh, top seven. But I also have Chris Jones really high up there, too, and I don't know do how much Jones people value that. you think Jones is higher than Bosa? Mm, yes. Probably not. What? Dude, oh, really? He had a freaking monster. Yeah, season. and you know the thing about Nick Bosa this year is he didn't have the best year. Okay, like he didn't have a great you. year this year. Do you Actually, think Warner's better than Bosa. We'll get into that okay. a little bit later I in the week Warner. about oh. Bosa. The rest of his defensive line not so great. There's and, a lot and, of them. Yeah, there's a lot of defensive line he's players. He's carrying the water. But for I would them. have McCaffrey next, and but all right, I'll. Where do you have? Who do you have there? You're allowed to have different answers. That's okay. I'll, I'll just go a little bit different, and I'll say Trent Williams. Trent Williams is third. Christian McCaffrey is 17. No, I'm just kidding. He's second. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? Second. I'm just kidding. He is second. That dramatically changed everything. For All right, me. so you guys are on the same page in terms of the top of the heap. So Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, one, two, three. I'm, I'm assuming Travis Kelsey's going to be in the top ten. I just don't know exactly, like, where they're going to put him. Mm, yeah, let's go ahead and put him four. He is number four. Travis Kelsey? Woo! That feels high. What do you mean? That's he's the best receiver on the Chiefs team his game with the best has quarterback. To your point, I agree if you take the 17 regular season games. But what he's doing in the playoffs it has, is tremendous. He's That's the number true. one target for that team. And I actually think that kind of knocked uh, the person right behind him because the person right behind him is Chris Jones. Chris Jones had an objectively much better regular okay. season I agree. than Travis Kelsey. But Chris Jones has struggled to make a true impact in the postseason Whereas Travis Kelsey, I mean, you look at that last game. They don't win that. Well, and maybe the Ravens didn't score that many points, you know, but they have a really hard time offensively without him in that so last game. So we've gone game. through the top five. We haven't named Brock Purdy. I'm just wondering. I don't know if he's top ten. If he wins this Super Bowl all of a sudden. This is where, you know, you asked the question earlier in the show. What, who does this Super Bowl mean the most to? Brock Purdy, if he wins this, as long as it's not like they win the game 13-3, to as yeah. long as they win the game like 24-17, to 17, yeah. whatever it is. Like His the, status changes. Then all of a sudden, now if this was a repeat, like they played each other the next year, it'd be Patrick Mahomes won, Brock Purdy too. Yes. And then it'd just be like, yeah, because yes. he won the Super Bowl and he's back in a Super Bowl. And but now Corey said he doesn't think he's in the top 10, so what say you? I know the answer. I would say yes at like nine or ten. I, I I don't think he's going to be like right behind Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. Not quite total vindication, but some vindication for Cam Newton as Brock Purdy comes in at number thirteen. Because that's his number on the list. Yeah, I don't know if they did them all like this. Oh, that would be well. Holmes is one. Yeah, and his be really tough for Travis Kelsey. They be like, yeah, he's number eighty-five. Uh, so Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams. Travis Kelsey, oh, Chris Jones. Okay. Let me see if you guys can get the rest of the top ten. Fred Warner's got to be in here. I, I mean, I, I have, number in my seven. opinion, he might be number five. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's fair. And I do think Mike is on to something in terms of, obviously, you factor in postseason. And that has changed yeah. some of the elevation on Here's here. the tough thing. I don't know if they're going to be top ten. Do they rank Ayuk ahead of Debo Samuel? That's a good question. Because I think Ayuk's a better wide receiver, but Debo's an interesting weapon. Mm -hmm. So I would say I'm going to one of them is in the top 10. One I'm of them going is not. to say I bet they put Debo in because of his name popularity. But I think Ayuk's a better player. 
I was going to go Kittle next on my list. Uh, well, you need to answer this question. But this question first. specifically, I think Ayuk's a better receiver too. Uh, but I think Debo by name is going to be in the in the top ten. Debo Samuel is number eleven. Oh, Brandon Ayuk, number ten. Number ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and Mike, that goes right to your point, doesn't it? Like the the question of what what are these guys? And I think the number one target for Brock Purdy when it comes is is McCaffrey. But when it comes to throwing yeah. to a receiver, it's him. Debo is man. You're going to get him from any any spot on the. He's Micah, right? Or or what you dream Micah can be. Yeah. Just on the offensive side. I'm not a obviously. I never played football in my life. Just watched it. But it seems like Ayuk when he chops his steps and gets into a break. He's one of the best in the NFL. Like when he's a and then gets out of yeah. it. Yeah. Like he creates this separation. Debo's more of a strider. It feels like, and so when he stops, the defense recognizes that stop, and he can't get out of that break really fast. So Debo's going to be more of like a box out receiver. Like, all right, I didn't get great separation, but I'm such a big, strong guy. I'm going to box this guy out. But you have to really trust your accuracy here. Because I'm not going to create a lot of space where Ayuk gives you like, dude, I'm wide open. I've created four yards of separation. So if you get it to me, I'll catch it. If you throw it to me perfectly, I'll have room to, to run after the catch. The great thing, too, about Ayuk is he does have a big body as well whenever those times come to create the big target to throw yeah. to. Uh, so and and with Debo, the next it's the after he gets the ball. Right. That's when and you're that's most why concerned. They like handing it off to him, doing screen plays because they're like. Come tackle this mofo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and somebody asked, Brock Purdy is 13th overall. That's why I said somewhat vindicated by Cam Newton because he's 8th on the 49ers. Cam Newton is 8th? No, 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 no. Okay. So 8th on the 49ers, 13th overall, which shows you this, that's a lot of talent at the top for the 49ers, but not as far as number 10. So the entire top 10 for all the starters goes like this. Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Travis Kelsey, which has irritated some people on the fan text. I didn't make this list. Chris Jones, Nick Bosa is six. Then Fred Warner, George Kittle, Trent McDuffie, number nine. I did not see that name come up at all on the fan text. Brandon Ayuk, 10. I saw people saying Creed Humphrey, Charvarius Ward. They're 12 and 15, Did you say Legereus Sneed? Legereus have- Sneed is uh, 14. Ooh. And that's somebody who's made a big run. Those corners have been really good for, for Kansas City Absolutely. this year, man. Isaiah Pacheco is number 16, and that is somebody who has made a move in the postseason. I mean, he considers himself one of the top five running backs of all time. So, like that's of all time. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> no. It was, he was he was he was asked to do his top five thing. list, and he did. He, the, he does did run with with complete and total violence. I mean, he sacrifices when he hits that hole. He's like, if I die, I die, <laughs> and that's what I do love about Pacheco. His running style is he's not going to the hole and going, oh crap. It's full. Uh, I will just kind of find a place to fall. He's like, screw it. Let's see what happens here. Now, there's an interesting potential conundrum that has developed, and I think we should just talk about it on air. We're supposed to have Ross Tucker in about five minutes. We could just say the hell with the brakes and just have Uh, him on right now, or do you want to just make him sit there for five minutes? He said he's fine. Yeah, I got to go to the restroom in. anyway. Oh, okay. So. Well, right. Corey yeah. has spoken. Yeah, we have 40 minutes of uninterrupted sports content. Yeah. That is this, true. So. That is true. Coming up next, Westwood One NFL analyst and former Dallas Cowboy Ross Tucker joins us live on Radio Row in Vegas on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live on Radio Row in Las Vegas. Thank you once again very, very much to the Low T Center and for Best Buy Windows and Siding for helping us rock this journey. And right now, the man who has guaranteed us he can solve all of the Cowboys' problems. He did. <laughs> he, he did. He did say that. Is former Dallas Cowboy, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, you can guess it. It is Ross Tucker. How's it going, man? Oh, oh, let's push the button. Oh. Push the little red button. It, it, there you it go. is going awesome. It is, is good it? to see you guys. Is it? In person. I love talking with you guys anytime I come on, but certainly good to see you guys in person as opposed to just uh, talking with you guys on the phone. And, yes, I, who do you guys want as your D.C.? What's the buzz right now? Ooh, Al Harris. Oh, that works, too. Yeah, I'll take Al Harris uh, as a – a promotion into the position. Now, being a, a play caller is different, though, whenever you're doing that. But he so, has the respect of the guys. So you don't want Ron Rivera? No. You don't want Mike Zimmer? My, my, okay. All right. Listen. Mike Zimmer's the man. When it comes to That's Ron Rivera. People love Mike Zimmer. When it comes to Ron Rivera, it's been a long time since he was the defensive play caller. And I don't know how much he's yeah. stayed in touch with that. It's been a long time since Mike Zimmer was coaching anywhere. Yes, that yeah, too. Yeah, but he told people if he needed to have an, another eye surgery to just take his eye out. Yeah. That's the kind of toughness I need on this team. I want a tough. I want somebody who's tough, so I'll take that for sure. I mean, Ron Rivera did beat cancer, so I guess I got to give him that's some, pretty damn tough, some too. tough credit that's on that point. one. That's a good point. Hey, I need a defensive coordinator that's going to take my supposed star player and get him to focus on football and results that matter, especially in the playoffs. Ooh, so this interests me. You guys know I live where Mike is from. Um, is that is that a source of frustration right now? Mike is, uh, Mike is off the field activities? It's it's kind of he's an he's a great player but an individual. He's not a, a team mate. leader, not a guy who can really rally the troops. He's like, hey, I do my thing and you guys are you guys. And where is that coming from? Inside places. That's the book on him. Sources. Right now. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're being hearing. Not being a leader. Mm, yep. Great player. Yeah. Now during training camp, he it was he was. I on, mean, was Lawrence Taylor a great 
a, a great leader when he would not like at not all. show up. He's doing coke. He was getting <laughs> high. He was not drinking, going, not showing up for practice. Like, I'm gonna, barely I'm, getting there in time for the game. Look, yeah. I'm willing to accept many of those things if it means we won the Super Bowl. So I think that's the issue is too is he's disappeared in some of these playoff games, and then immediately when he does his well two and a half weeks later when he does his podcast, he says, "Hey, it takes everybody on the field. Don't just focus on me." Well, what happened last year? So what did he say about? We need to go out and get better players. Like, we didn't do this offseason. What, what did he say? Yeah. That's exactly what he, he said. He wanted the Cowboys to get Dexter Lawrence last year, which doesn't everybody want to have a Dexter Lawrence yes. right in front of them? That makes a lot of sense. And, and that did makes he sense say that? Me. Well, last year he was like, hey, this is the kind of guy I want in front of me, a dog like him in front of me. So they go get Mozzie. Uh, and Mozzie didn't quite turn out to be Dexter Lawrence this year. So that's that's no. one of those things. It, you know what? It would really would have been nice for the Cowboys if he did. <laughs> it really would. <laughs> we might be having a different conversation right now. Why can't they just draft a guy late in the first round that just right away is Dexter Lawrence? Damn mm-hmm. right. Is that too much to ask? No. Dexter Lawrence, by the way, like guys like that, like 350 and can move that well. I was talking with on my show. The Raw Sucker Football Podcast, Mark Lewinsky, who was with the Giants O-line the last few years, he said, he said when they were sitting on the bench watching, like, the Jumbotron at, during games and they see Dexter Lawrence, like, kill a dude and make a play, he lo- they love it because they just like to have other people experience what that feels like. In practice. You know, what that <laughs> feels like. Because it's, it's hard to explain what it feels like to have 6'3", 350-something coming at you that hard and fast and, like, trying to stop it, right? Like, it's a lot harder than – well, I guess you guys probably do think it's pretty hard, but it's really hard. I do. I do not look at that and be like <laughs> – That's why my respect no for Tyron, you know, is what it is because that dude's been so good at what he's done for so long. Yeah. And he was so raw early in his career. Boy, he and Zach Martin. It's unbelievable. They had a lot of really good picks. Yeah. You yeah, know, a lot of really good picks. And it just doesn't feel like they've unfortunately been able to to cash in on so many of these good picks. Zeke was a good pick, and Dak was a good pick. They don't have a whole lot of playoff What about those so extensions, forth. though? Were those good decisions? Well, uh, the Zeke one was terrible, and that was a wonderful job by Zeke and his agent. No kidding. Holding the feet to the fire. Jerry was desperate. They didn't want to play games without him and just say, not showing up till he gets it. I thought that was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, the Dak one, I don't know. What's the deal with the Cowboys <laughs> waiting? Oh, <laughs> waiting so long. That, that's not what's the deal with the Cowboys? That's how they have What's the deal with the Cowboys? No, what's the deal with the Cowboys always wanting to wait before they give these guys these contracts and then having to pay more? And getting like leverage, their 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 opinion on this. Oh my God! Is the price is going to go up anyway on the guy? So we'll just pay the market price later down the road, and then you know we'll it's going to become second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth to somebody else down the road anyway. So it's going to happen. Might as well just wait it out. But yeah, they don't have any leverage in the negotiation part of it. It drives me insane. They only know how to negotiate one way, and it's so much easier to spread the cap money out if you do the extension earlier right. and. We only extend people, and we only do business one way, and it is maddening. That Above all else, 
That is the thing that bothers me the what, most. But what I would always love to ask them, like, what are they waiting for? They always think because that deadline makes a deal. And, and, I think they and, think someone's going to fold at the last minute and be like, okay. And I, I'll be, I still think Jerry kind of has a question of whether or not Dak is that. I think the, the discomfort that Jerry wants to put on, on people by not having locked up deals, he thinks they'll perform better. He thinks he's going to get the most out of them. Mike McCarthy, in what everybody considers to be a lame duck year, Jerry's like, I'm going to get the best. If the team loves him, they're going to play for him this year. I think that's sometimes Jerry's mentality on it. I, and I do think the lame duck thing, you know, man, I'm okay with that. And I'll tell you why I'm okay with that. I never really understood why coaches could never go into a lame duck season on their contract. Players do it all the time. Mm. Yeah. Why, why does... Why does Mike McCarthy need a, a one-year Band-Aid extension or two years? For what purpose? Like, how does that – it doesn't affect how the players view him. I'm, I'm fine with that part of it. But I do wonder sometimes a move like that, does Jerry Jones really think it's the best move or is there some cost savings involved? I don't know, man. Kevin's really good with the with the cost savings. He's tried to tell Stephen many times to hire him as his capologist. Or at least let me shadow. Yeah, him. let me let me about <laughs> it. We've already created fifty million dollars in cap space for the Cowboys, and they're over the cap, so we could get this done. Yeah, we'll take care of it. It'll, talk, make, it'll work out. Talk with Ross Tucker on the A number one air hot seat. I was curious. We all gave our opinions. Who do you? zero in on Zimmer as the preferred defensive coordinator hire, or what are you thinking? Um, that's a good question. I, I think the answer would be, from my perspective, I don't know enough about Al Harris or the internal candidates to really speak knowledgeably about them, I would say, unfortunately. Um, so I, I can't really comment on those guys. What I can say is I have concerns about everybody that's on the table. You okay. know, like, and maybe that's just the way it should be. But Why are they on the table? Yeah. Mike Zimmer, Ron Rivera, and Al Harris, like, there's legit concerns for all of them right now, right? I yes. mean, there's the unknown for Al Harris, as we know. And then for Rivera and Zimmer, the one thing I, I've noticed is, like, the game changes fast. It yes. changes fast. And even for guys that are, like, in it, you know, a couple years ago, it was like Vic Fangio's defense, like the two deep safeties, cover four a lot of times. That was like the rage, right? And he was doing a very good job, and all those defenses were doing a very good job. So the next thing you know, everybody's hiring coordinators that want to have the Fangio-style defense. Well, then so many people did it that the, the offensive guys – started to figure out better ways to attack it. Yeah. So it's constantly evolving. So I guess I'd be a little bit concerned about Zimmer or Rivera as guys that, you know, have kind of been out of the loop a little bit. You know, Rivera was, was a head coach, so he was in it. But, um, yeah, I mean, the positive there would be if they did really well, they're probably not going to get another head coaching job. Yeah. It's not like if, you, like if Al Harris comes in. Then maybe. And, the, and he lights it up, then he's going to get a head. He might have a chance to get a head coaching job. Tell me the level of Cowboys fans, 1 to 10, devastation, concern, whatever, when Dan Quinn got this job. Uh, Shockingly it, it was, low. I think it was a half, half and half of, like, I don't think there was any devastation or, or shock. 
I think that there was a lot of people that wanted him out because of the way that the Green Bay game went. They were just like, tired of it, man. That's it. He couldn't get it done late in the season this year. They figured him out. It's all said and done with with this personnel. There's no reason to keep him around anymore. And then so much so that when he went to D.C., it was like a shoulder shrug from the, from the DFW community. Now, there's another person Michael blew up in his podcast. I thought he loved Dan Quinn. Uh, that's what I thought, too. But he was like, hey, I don't call the plays. I don't set the schemes. Because mm. his brother wants him to play linebacker. His brother came out on social media, Micah Parsons, and said they're not even using my brother right, this and that. And so we assume if his brother's going to start on, I don't know, the Wednesday after they lost to Green Bay, start going on Twitter and saying how all the wrong ways they're using my brother, we're assuming that his brother might be saying I'm not being used the correct way. I don't. I wouldn't want to play him at linebacker more. I wouldn't want him off the ball more. I want him going. I want him going as much as possible. I actually, I had a criticism when they would play him off the ball more. I, I'm okay with them moving around a little bit up front as long as he is going. It really is like this, by the way, is such an example of like new media and the value of starting a podcast while you're still a player. Like here we are on the biggest and best sports talk radio station in Dallas. Damn right. Damn right. And we are talking about Micah's comments on his own podcast. Mm -hmm. And so he's creating value for himself. I always wonder, like, how much will people really care what Micah says when he's done? Is it just like a thing to do now? To your point, yes, because I don't think we really care too much about what Des Bryant says. That seems to be pretty hot and heavy on social media, giving his Cowboys opinions. We're like, we don't really care anymore. He's right. People care when you're active, which is why if you're a player, you should definitely start it while you're active because people care. But then it's like, okay, well, what happens then when you're done? What happens when you're not doing it anymore? You lose about 20,000 listeners, but you still have about 150,000. You know, like one of those, like, uh, those pod, that you got a base that's there with you. Not just for your football content or your content about so who that. Are you guys not down on? You're uh, a little down on that. You're down on. Well, look, it's still close to another <laughs> devastatingly, annoyingly similar exit from the playoffs. They had everything set up to go to the conference championship game, which hasn't happened. For most of our listeners, they have not been alive for the Cowboys playing in a conference championship game. Yeah. So right. when you have everything set up, you 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 fall backwards into the two seed. In the stretch where you were supposed to try to take the two seed, you lose to the Buffalo Bills by a zillion. You lose late to Miami. And then luckily, Detroit did a weird thing trying to have three guys run at the referee and tell them they're all (laughs) active receivers for this play. And luckily, the ref got it wrong. That was so stupid. (laughs) I did not have the Lions back on that. That was dumb. They they tried to get too tricky, and and they blew it. And they that was you went one and two and you got the two seed because you went one and two in those three games. So you fall into the two seed. You fall into home field. You haven't lost a game since opening night of 2022 uh, or something. Home. Like, you're yeah. at home. So you have a 15-game winning streak. And you still you get blown out. So for me, I'm like, who cares about next year? It's over already. They're going to oh win 10 gosh. to 12 games, get hammered in the first round, and we start the process all over again. With a new coach probably. Yeah. Did most people want a new coach? Yes. Yeah. There's a consensus. I'm still like, I want to, this is the best Dak played in a regular season. I saw a lot of good different things from Dak this year that I hadn't seen before. I don't know if he can add to it, 
but I'm hopeful. But I, I wanted to get one more run with this head coach. I think he deserves that for sure. Well, I mean, if Philly's keeping their head coach, you know, on, on the one, I mean, there's only one game. Although you, that's a little interesting when you mentioned like the Bills and the Dolphins. Maybe it wasn't just one game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, for, it definitely was not. The, the collapse at the end, defensively, that's for where people were okay with Dan Quinn is the collapse at the end against the Dolphins, which was mimicked in the Lions game, and then you saw a bigger picture of it in Buffalo and Green Bay. I think that's why people were okay with moving on from Dan Quinn, but this team played poorly down the stretch. Yeah, and the tough thing is with Dak is he's literally only thrown for 90 yards in a playoff game at halftime his rookie year. Every game that he plays in the playoffs. Now, I take out, sorry, I take out the Tampa game because they got to play a lottery team in the playoffs. <laughs> but he was awesome and in that he, game. They and, start and slow. he was awesome in that one. But literally, when he's taking on Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy Garoppolo's like, I'm going to be pathetic in this game, Dak says, watch this. And it, then when he takes on the, the 49ers again, he's like, I'm going to play pretty crappy in this one too. And then when he took on Green Bay, you can't play worse than he played in one half. And then you go back and look at his numbers against the Rams. They're down 20 to 7 at halftime in a playoff game. What did Dak do? Had a pick and had 80 yards passing. Like, in the playoffs, there's guys that can and guys that can't. Michael Jordan said it. I believe it. I played professional baseball. There's guys that can and guys that can't in those big situations. And to me, Dak's proven he can't. Now, can you build a team around him to take the pressure off of him? It's tough when you're going to give a guy $55 million a year to build a team around him to take the pressure off of him. Yeah, he's, so what? So he needs a new contract soon. Now, he's going to get close to $300 million in March. Because the salary cap hits $59 million coming up. So, again, the only way the Cowboys know how to do business is extend and flatten that number out. Whereas, I say you ride it out, take the hit, and see what happens. Uh, I, I say... For all these Cowboys fans that are feeling bad, I have the perfect solution. <laughs> it's called myfrontpagestory.com. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. When are they going to change this ad to have your story on here? Because I've seen this ad before, and I want you to talk about it, but I demand that's Ross actually Tucker. My, that's my wife's grandmother. Is it? Yeah, nice. they call her. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Are you insulting my wife's grandmother? <laughs> no, he was just Dude, saying I'm more, more Ross Tucker right in now. my face. <laughs> no. No, um, it's funny. I, I would love to get one of these for my wife, but I own part of the company now. I can't do that. I, I mean, that makes it the easiest way I to literally do it. said to her, no, I literally said to her, can we use one of the gift cards I got you for Christmas for Valentine's Day? And she like, said, that's how pathetic said, we are. Yes. Don't be like me. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. Talk to one of their writers. It's the most unbelievable gift your significant other will ever get. Look, I'm looking at you guys right now. You don't look to me like guys that give out real good Valentine's Day gifts. Mm. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Huh. No, like he's what's right the, about what's that. It, like, so what's the place down there? The, the, the restaurant down there all over the place? Chili's. Papa. Papa Do's. Papa Do's. Papa Do's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what you guys hey, do. Hey, I treated my wife like she was an arbitration case, and I bought her out of three years of gifts <laughs> to get something done in the backyard. So I care. Hey, it's myfrontpagestory.com. <laughs> Okay. Don't be don't be a KFC masterpiece or whatever you guys oh, call it. Oh, yeah. my God. That is so go to uh, myfrontpagestory.com. You talk to a writer. They write the most unbelievable story about your significant other. It looks like it's on the cover of the Dallas Morning News. And just to be able to say, and I'm going to look in your eyes when I say this. Please do. Honey, I want to do something special. <laughs> it's about a story written about you. Like, that sounds so money as they're opening it. it. And then just make sure you say to them, 
I never thank her enough for all the little things she does. She will cry. Corey, I forget. Married, girlfriend, mm-hmm. anything? Yeah, three kids. Yeah, yeah. So just say that, especially because everything she does for the kids. Mm-hmm. You don't appreciate her enough, Corey. I don't. She's yeah. a My front page story.com. Does she listen? Yeah. Okay, now, so, so now you have to get mm-hmm. it for her. Yeah, have My to. front page story.com. <laughs> and listen to the Ross Tucker podcast on the DraftKings Network for all to, to solve all of your Cowboys' needs. Thank you very much, as always. Good, See you, dude. Have a good one, Ross. All right. There you go, Ross Tucker, right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're the K and C masterpiece. He knows that. <laughs> he did that yeah. on purpose. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's time for some Mike Likes It. Well, I wanted to look at Bobby Witt Jr.'s contract. Yesterday, we broke the news on our station, not like us. We saw the news on social media and on MLB, and then we said it to you guys. We actually didn't call it Bobby Witt Jr., and he said, inside information. (laughs) I'm signing a big contract. But there's more to this contract that's interesting to me. And I think that Bobby actually brought up a good point, which we'll get a little bit into the Rangers' futures with this situation because they have some young players that maybe – they would want to do something similar to Bobby Witt Jr. signing bonus. I had no clue he loved this number so much. First, do you guys have a number that you love? Do you associate a number with yourself at all? Five. No. And why do you associate five with yourself? It was a number that I, it was my favorite age. I loved being five years old. I, dead serious. I, I love Kindergarten? Uh, yeah, I ran kindergarten. Miss Creighton was the greatest. Uh, and also, I wore that number when I was Patrick's five in mom? soccer and baseball. I did wear I did wear Bouchelle's number too, uh, but I did twenty two. Uh, 22. Yeah, but uh, but five was always a number. If I didn't have five, I would get like sixteen. I know that's Dean Palmer, but it'd be six minus one is five. So I was always trying to figure out how to get to five. So okay, it was so a little five weird is yeah. your number. Okay, Kevin, no number. No. You just love all numbers. You that's, love all. I do love numbers. You love all ten numbers. Uh, I don't have a specific. Do you favorite consider number. there's ten numbers, or do you say there's nine numbers? Does zero count as a number? Well, yes. eleven is a different number than than. So there's there's more. But there's numbers. only ten numbers. Yeah. And then you can make as many numbers as you want out so of those ten point. numbers. <laughs> then of course zero is a number. Yeah, zero is a number. Interesting. Bobby Witt signing bonus, seven point seven 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 seven. Million dollars. Okay, Monica Geller. <laughs> I'm assuming that it's also .77, even though they don't. Because I would be upset if I'm Bobby Witt and I love this number seven, which he is number seven on the Kansas City Royals. Wouldn't you also want it being .77 too? I, yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, for sure. So I, the the good thing is, is at least he's close to the number nine. <laughs> Because if he was number two on the team, would he want a signing <laughs> bonus of two point two 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 point two two million dollars? Yeah, bro, that's valid. Like if he's Derek Jeter, I'd be like, I want a bigger number than the number that's on the back of my jersey. I wonder. I do wonder he if he's number eight. By the way, we got eight million more dollars. Eight point one 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 one. Did he request that number, well, or do you one, think that his agent was like, "We're going to do this for you because we know you love"? Seven I don't know. So That's much. a great question. Did the agent come up with a unique number, or did Bobby Witt Jr. say? Because what if they're like, "We'll give you an eight million dollar signing bonus"? They're like, "Whoa, wait a second! I'll give you a discount here. <laughs> I need all sevens in this number." Or if they said, "We'll give you a seven million dollar bonus," said, "Nope." I need it to be $777,000 more plus the other sevens. Okay, so here's what's also interesting about this contract, and this is where we'll get a little bit into Rangers talk after this. Bobby Witt Jr., obviously a local product from Colleyville Heritage, 
I do think that he is a great, great, great player in the making. And I had this pulled up, but his second half stats blew through the roof. All yeah. of a sudden, he batted over 300 in the second half. His OPS was over 900. He looked like the guy everybody expected. Right. Right? All of a sudden, like our buddy Mike Koploff, who's Philadelphia Philly scout, I asked him, I said, who's the best high school player you've ever scouted? And he said, in my six years. Now, he has only had six years. In his six years, Bobby Witt Jr. is the best high school prospect he's ever seen still to this day. So, next year, he makes $2 million. Not that big of a number. The next year, $7 million. The next year, $13 million. And the next year, $19 million. That would be after that is when he becomes a free agent. So, those are all of his arbitration years pretty much taken care of. In 2028, which where he could have been a free agent, he makes $30 million. Then in 2029 through 2034, he makes $35 million, except this. I stopped there. Mm. I was worried about this just because Bobby Witt Jr., being a Kansas City Royal, doesn't do a lot for his marketability. Now, there's one thing. If he becomes Patrick Mahomes and they build a championship team, you know, there and everything, that changes everything. But we know that Kansas City is a small market team and that baseball teams in bigger markets obviously can spend more money because there's not a threshold of you can only spend this much money. He does have opt-outs in 2030, 31, 32, and 33. So, so he has – they bought him out pretty much of arbitration and two years of free agency. So this, this contract now makes more sense to yeah. me in that Bobby Witt Jr. could get to be approximately 30 years old. He's 22, 23 right now. I think he's 23, turns 24 in June. Is Now he looks at, at 31 years old approximately. If it's not going well in Kansas City, we have not built a contender. He can then, around that age, opt out. And still teams, I think, would look at players around 31-ish. Will you look at Corey Seager? And they go, hey, still probably has five more years of prime baseball. Then we have to worry about a possible significant drop-off. So in this contract, Bobby Witt Jr. does have opt-out. So there is a point where I'm assuming if his career goes as well as it should and he stays as healthy as hopefully he can be, is that he actually in 2030 will be a free agent. Wow, that would be good for him. You know, yes. if, if they have, again, if they haven't built no. what yeah, they, he wants. And hopefully in a perfect world, Corey Seager plays the next three years at shortstop for the Texas Rangers. Then the young 17-year-old at around 20, 21 years old, Sebastian Walcott, develops into everything the Rangers think he can be, and he takes over shortstop. And then Corey Seager in year 2027-ish moves to first base, moves to designated hitter. I do think you can't plan for your 17-year-old prospect to become a stud, but I do think the Rangers look at Corey Seager and go, for the next three years, he's our shortstop, and then we might make a change. Now, if Sebastian Walcott doesn't work out, if Corey Seager obviously is at the end of his contract at that point, Bobby Witt Jr. does become a free agent right around the time where you might be looking at needing a shortstop. Oh, my gosh. If you look at, you you look at Seager's contract going, and right? you look at <laughs> Bobby Witt Jr.'s contract, it could kind of work out that way. But I think Bobby brought up a great question. We have about four minutes here till we get to the C block. All right. And we'll get back to football mm -hmm. in that topic, I believe. Is We've discussed this a little bit here, but after Bobby Witt Jr. did this, if Evan Carter has a really good 
first year after what he did in the playoffs, he will be asking for more of this contract yeah. than the uh, Churio, am I saying it's Jackson yes. Churio contract, which was $82 million, I think, I believe recently. that is correct. Eight years, $82 million. So here's my question to you guys. Would you want to take a risk on my shirt that I have on, if you're watching right now as we're at the Super Bowl, full count Carter, would you rather give him an eight-year, $82 million contract or an eight-year, $90 million? Maybe he deserves more because he already did more yeah. for you than Churio has done with Milwaukee. If I said eight years, $100 million right now, and that's what Evan Carter's agent said, hey, you want to do this, would you say yes or would you take the risk of, we'll just wait a little bit and see how it goes? If there is a team option at the end of it, yes. If not, I don't think so. Interesting. Um He's always hardcore. Like, I don't want to negotiate with him. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's, a, always, he's a tough negotiator. He's always tough. Um, it's always I, like the no. I'm always, yeah, man. I want Evan Carter around here as long as his career can be here. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I, I'll do all those things. All right. But I, I do understand at some point he might go, the the value might go up on him. So, what, what, is he going to be unhappy Yeah, because if, if, he, if he this year, let's just say bats 280 with sure. close to a, a 400 on base percentage, which would be tremendous for Evan Carter. Let's just say he hits... 30 doubles, five triples, and 18 home runs. He does go to a $200 million. Now you're, now you're not going to be talking about anything like $100 million over eight years. You're probably talking a 10-year with maybe, you know, at a $200 million yeah. level. And, and you're definitely right. I was just thinking about it from this perspective. So, like, for the next three years, he'll make, and we'll just kind of round some things together, about $2 million. And let's say in arbitration he gets eight. 12 and 20 all right so over six years now you spent 42 million dollars he's really good he gets 30 million dollars a year over the next two years now you're up to 102 million and i realize it could be more right. but that's like a pretty good trajectory right there and i'm getting him for eight and for 100 that's why i would want the team option just to say hey if you do really well and we're fronting all of this, right. I want something but for me. He's also always negotiating as the GM yeah, owner. He's, he's never negotiating in favor of players. He's never negotiating with the, as the yeah. player. How come you're God, never negotiating dude, come as on. the player? Negotiate okay, with, the, with the players. No, 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 no. I'll Inflation, answer that. Man. No, I'll answer that question <laughs> folks, for you. Folks. I'll answer that Bacon question for you. Bacon is expensive now. Why haven't we signed Jordan Montgomery? Because we don't have any money. Exactly. And that's why that's how I negotiate. Because I want all of the players on my team. Uh huh. But we don't have any money so to buy all the players. So now go out and negotiate better deals. Method. Go out and negotiate better deals. I tried, and Steven's like, no, we like the way we do. No, I mean like with our beef company and stuff. Seventy-five percent chance Wyatt Langford makes the major leagues out of spring yes. training. Yes, eighty-five to ninety. Okay, so you guys have a high number on yes. this. So now I want you to to put yourself into Chris Young's shoes, but the belief is that. Let's just say you also, you and Chris Young combine together to make one person, and you guys believe that Wyatt Lankford's going to be on your on your team and pretty much play every day. Yeah. Somehow, some way, he'll be in your everyday lineup. Do you think about doing some sort of Jackson Churio contract yes. before he plays a day in the major no. leagues? Because if he does hit 41 doubles like MLB.com is saying he possibly could do this year, you are now looking at, Juan Soto got $31 million this year in arbitration. And that, so, and that's, that's so that's where why Wyatt Langford could be getting in arbitration $24 million in year two and $35 yeah. million in year three. So the, you have to look at that's $60 million in his last two years before free agency. I would, I would do that. I, look, this is the deal. 
I can You're gambling have you, on the hype right now, look, though. I can keep you for six years, and you have no options to go anywhere else at a reasonable price. Even Juan Soto, who set the record at $31 million, you're like, that's fine. If you're a stud, that's a completely reasonable. So I want a little bit more in terms of team option, and I'm more than willing to make that happen. I also do kind of like the idea of paying a guy for, con for consistency. Now, you know, hey, man, if you're going to be this player, here's, the, here's what you're, you're going to be making while you're here don't be unhappy with this number right now don't be unhappy and let that get in your mind yeah. that you're not make that you're making four hundred dollars a day you know uh playing right. playing baseball you can make more but here's a good a good base to start but now mike you're taking all that rookie money all that young money and you're starting to add to your base of what the rest of your team is you can't build for i'm, I'm just so excited and i just i'm excited that we get to watch most likely for the next six yeah. years and it hopefully like way it. more, yeah. Evan Carter and Wyatt Langford in the same outfield developing into something really special. Yeah, that could be that could be a combination. And I just I do hope it would be really cool if we signed them to like eight to ten year deals and you don't have to worry about them being anywhere else. Josh Young, I know I'm out of time. I don't think you're going to get anything done long term. He is a little bit older. Last year he was 25 years old, and then he does have Scott Boris as his agent which does become tough trying to buy him out of free agency early. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.